Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash my the butthole. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out. Now, with that being said, let's jump in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Melodic Macaroon. Am I the arsehole for telling my sister she was out of her mind when she wanted to take back my child whom I adopted from her? My 36 sister, N29, got pregnant at 18. I'm infertile and I knew I couldn't have kids, so when N said she was giving her baby up for adoption, I decided to be her mum. N went no contact five months after giving birth. For a bit of background, N got pregnant by a one-night stand and she apparently didn't remember or know the father at the time of birth. But when V was two, a man, T, 35, messaged me on social media claiming to be the father of my child. N had run into him at a club and drunkenly confessed to the pregnancy. We met up, he bonded with his daughter, and well, that man is now my husband of seven years. Whoa. <laughs> Coming back to my sister, she called me yesterday. Although I was surprised at her, although I was surprised at her call, I picked up. We made some small talk, then she said she had just gotten married a year back and both of them wanted children, but couldn't because her husband was infertile, but really wanted kids. I asked her if she wanted to adopt, and she said she would just need to get her baby back. I was speechless for a few moments before replying, if she wants to meet my child as an aunt, she is welcome to, and we both can sit V down and explain the reason for her absence, but she can't just ask me to give up my child. She said she'll sue me as she's the birth mother. I told her she was out of her mind, and I told her about T. She exploded, calling me names and saying I stole her life. I got too emotional and hung up. T came home from work, and on explaining to him, he was beyond furious. I then got a call from my parents saying that I was an asshole for telling N she couldn't see her baby. 
I said I never said that and I welcomed her to bond with V, but they refused to listen and said I was being insensitive and harsh and flaunting my family. I now feel bad because me and N were very close as sisters and I feel quite close to her situation since I know the struggles of infertility. T said there was no way he was letting my sister have full time and I agree, but I want to know if I'm the asshole for being too harsh and telling her about T. Edit, I did legally adopt V at birth. T adopted her too after we got married. N never wanted kids and I feel the only reason she wants V now is because her husband wants kids. I don't know, but I think this is it, and T agrees. Edit 2, for all the people wondering why I said we were close, I meant growing up. So you adopted this child at birth. You had the child for a number of years, and now they want to take them back. Absolutely not the arsehole. That's not only unfair on you, but it's also unfair on the child as well. Imagine that, just going to a new family after all these years and trying to explain that situation. Absolutely not the arsehole. And we'll start with Nanny Bismo who says, let me get this straight, your child is now 11 years old and your sister thinks she can just swoop in and become her mum, not the arsehole. Trashman Joe says, let's just uproot this entire child's life on the whims of a woman who gave her up 11 years ago. OP, not the arsehole. And as long as the adoption was handled legally, OP's sister doesn't stand a snowball's chance in hell with that lawsuit. Edit, there has been a lot of discussion stemming off this comment containing different bits of legal advice and whatnot. The only thing I'll say on the matter is that OP should find a lawyer who specializes in cases like these and talk about why they can and should be doing to handle the situation. And Arachnabravia says, wow, big fat not the asshole here. She wants to take her 10 year old daughter back after having no contact with her just because she's your sister doesn't give her any social, emotional or legal superiority. As long as the adoption was done legally, then V is your daughter and the birth mother is just her estranged aunt. Your family are ridiculous for not listening to you rather than equally hearing both sides of a story. Freaking Marida says, not the arsehole, sister is out of her mind. If the adoption was done legally and not just a rehoming like that deplorable YT couple, there is no avenue for her to get a child back, especially 11 years on. Alyssa replies to this one saying, even if it wasn't done legally, the courts would absolutely slam OP's sister for child abandonment and neglect and a whole slew of other shit. The chance of the court would force an 11 year old kid to go to a complete stranger that abandoned them, if it wasn't a legal adoption I mean, is extremely low. Not to mention CPS would have to be heavily involved since well, yeah, the sister hasn't been around in a decade. Not the asshole at all, OP. Your sister is out of her mind. Lawyer up, please. She's insane and you need legal backup like yesterday to protect your daughter. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on it? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Sushi. Am I the asshole for leaving a one-star review on my friend's restaurant? My company had an event and I was in charge of organizing it. For catering, I immediately thought of my friend who recently opened a new cafe. We have been friends since high school, so it's been decades long friendship and we do catch up with each other regularly. She was ecstatic when I asked her if she was willing to take on the job. So when the event day comes around, she and her team ends up making so many blunders. Some of the food were too cold, not fully cooked, etc. My boss became quite angry with me and I got a telling off at the side, which obviously made me quite upset. My friend kept apologizing and told me it's her first time handling such a big event. Even though I told her it's okay at the time, it really was not. She should have been more prepared if she could not take on this job. She should have just told me so. 
After the day was over, I was still feeling pretty upset about it over the week. I thought of confronting her about it, but decided it would be pretty awkward to do so. So I decided to leave a review on her business page instead. My review wasn't bitchy or anything like that, just an honest breakdown of the mistakes that were made and some pointers on how they could be improved on. I felt like I had to be honest, so I gave her a one-star rating. Later that day, I got a call from a friend asking if she could come by. When she arrives, she immediately goes into a tirade about how I disrespected our friendship by doing such a thing and that I could have spoken to her directly instead. I told her I did not know how to face her directly, so I hoped that doing this would help her instead. She goes into a long rant about how stressed out she's been and how she'll start losing customers after this. I apologize and said I would remove the review if she'd like. She responded by simply walking out. We haven't spoken since then and I'm not sure how long this will last. I get that I could have handled the situation a bit better, but I feel like I made a valid point and was trying to help her improve. Now this is definitely you're the arsehole to everyone sucks here territory. The only reason I would say everyone sucks here is because of the not fully cooked food, you know, which could potentially be dangerous depending on the type of food. But on this one, I am going to go for a you're the arsehole because if it was my friend that was opening a business, knowing they're inexperienced in this field, but you gave them the opportunity, which I think is a great thing to do in the first place. And yes, they messed up, but the one star rating, instead of just talking to them face to face, I don't understand how that's not more awkward giving them a one star rating with a review rather than talking to them face to face because they're going to see that they know it's you, which they did in this situation. And it just creates, it just makes everything worse. (laughs) You said it was a decade-long friendship and you catch up with each other all the time, so I don't see how it can be awkward to explain to them what went wrong and how they could improve face-to-face. You potentially damage their business by doing so. And it's a great opportunity for that person to learn how to improve their business with you backing them up, but instead you potentially damaged it. And that's the way I feel about this. And I do get the everyone sucks here side of things for the undercooked food and stuff like that. But I'm having trouble getting around a friend not approaching them face to face. And that's what I'm going to go with on this one. That might make me the asshole, but hey, I'm rolling with it. (laughs) Let's go to the comments to see what they say. Mayor of Smurftown says and quotes, I thought of confronting her about it but decided that it would be pretty awkward to do so, so I decided to leave a review on her business page instead. And then says, I legitimately can't understand how you somehow thought leaving a one-star review would be less awkward than speaking to your friend directly. Quotes again, I told her I did not know how to face her directly, so I hope that doing this would help her instead. And then says, you tried to help her by leaving a public one-star review that anyone can read. That's literally the opposite of helping her. You're the asshole. John says, you're the asshole. You should have told her directly. Now you cost her her business. Comfortable Stop says, you're the asshole because from the way you state things, you are reviewing her solely in order to avoid a face-to-face or even phone conversation. For what it's worth, I agree that she should not have taken the job if it was too much for her and the review isn't dishonest and in and of itself isn't a bad thing. Your assholery lies in your motivation of avoidance. And yeah, that's kind of where I was going. Wapel says, you're the arsehole. You failed to do your, your due diligence before the event, so you failed to do your job. This is your error, not your friend's. Then instead of talking to her, you decided to hurt her and her business. And quotes, but I feel like I made valid points and was just trying to help her improve. And then says, this makes you the worst arsehole of all. You were lying. If you had wanted that, you would have talked to her. You were petty and wanted to really hurt her because you were angry your boss had found out that you were bad at your job. So, you're the arsehole. Vanba says everyone sucks here. 
It was your job to select the qualified restaurant for the event, and instead you decided to choose a venue based on a personal relationship. You got caught out on the carpet, and you simply want to blame your friend for it all. No good deed goes left unpunished. You can't on one hand decide to be unprofessional and hire a restaurant based on personal relationship, and then on the other hand decide that since it didn't work out, you can hide behind poor service as a way to save face with your employer. You probably deserve one star as an event planner. <laughs> and VL Demon 3 says, am I the only one who noticed that OP said some of the food wasn't properly cooked? Many undercooked food can be a health hazard and a friend has no business running a catering company if she can't even follow the most basic laws of cooking. Everyone sucks here, OP was harsh, but I feel like her friend is more to blame than everyone's making things out to be. And one more from Queen Oreo who says, you're the arsehole, damn. With friends like you, who needs enemies? Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you think OP is the arsehole for hiring their friend initially? Or do you think, you know, that the friend is the arsehole for the undercooked food and not doing what was expected? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Throwaway Wood Money. Am I the arsehole for kicking my son out after he cut down my trees? Hi, I'm a father of an 18 male who started choosing friends over his future when he was a sophomore. It took him nearly going to jail during senior year for him to snap out of it. He went from being a straight A student to barely passing. He only started preparing for his SAT a week beforehand, which is evident in the score he got. He applied to some colleges, none of which were his dream ones and managed to get into a few. He ended up coming up to us and choosing one of the worst colleges on his list and saying his friends were going there. That set me off because he should not make decisions based on his friends. My wife and I told him that if he took a year off and continued to get his life back together, regardless of his new SAT score, at the end of the year, we would pay for his college, but we wouldn't pay for him to hang out with his friends. He wasn't happy about taking a year off, even though we convinced him a year is nothing in the grand scheme of things, but he didn't mention it for a while. My wife and I went on a two week long trip and while we were away, nearly 10 trees in our backyard were cut down. They were sort of sandalwood trees planted only God knows how long ago. We had left our daughter behind with our son, but they stayed a few nights with their uncle so we instantly thought some random person cut them down to sell them. Our daughter secretly said she had an idea of what happened but didn't elaborate. Quick security check shows our son hired a company to badly and hastily cut the trees and he cut them into logs and planks with my equipment then sold it to strangers. We ended up arguing, him saying he needs money for college. I kicked him out and he went to stay with another family member. My wife is upset and says I'm awful. I appreciate my son trying but this was not the right way. Am I the asshole? And on this one we... There's a few comments from OP down in the comments below that replies to some of the questions and gives some additional info. So we're going to there straight away with Saluki Queen who says, not the arsehole, exactly what did he think was going to happen? You wouldn't notice the missing trees or that you wouldn't care that he hurt your property for a few bucks. They weren't his trees to sell and he didn't even ask. There does need to be consequences for that. Emergency Yard replied to that saying, also depending on where you are, sandalwood trees are the property of the government, in India at least, and cannot be cut without permission or sold on the open market. OP's son clearly lacks the ability to think things through or make good choices. To which OP replied saying, thankfully it's not the government after me, but the town council is on my ass questioning why the trees were cut down and saying it ruined the aesthetic of a trail behind my house. A conservation committee is also after me for cutting them down and want to know if I understand how photosynthesis works. 
In all honesty, I don't even blame them and I agree with what they said. According to a lawyer friend, the most they can do is harass me. The town has offered to foot the bill for some oaks to be put in my backyard, lining the back wall so it looks similar to before. I'm currently looking into it and considering paying half of that bill too because they seem passionate about the aesthetic they mentioned. The only thing stopping me is the thought that I will be dead before those oaks fully mature and it also would show my son that what he did wasn't a big deal and could easily be fixed. Hot Audience says not the asshole because your son is old enough to know there are consequences to his actions. However, you describe this as a somewhat recent change in behavior, going from straight A's to barely passing and making poor decisions. Did something happen? I would suggest therapy for your son and trying to get to the bottom of why he's throwing his life away. You're right that he can still get his life back on track, but remember, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. OP says again, thanks for your input here. I had asked my son repeatedly if there's a reason for his change in behavior at the beginning of senior year, and it was always the same answer. I'm just older now. My daughter has also told me that nothing happened other than his friends going south and him following. After his run-in with the law, I'd asked him if he wanted to do some counseling with our pastor. We aren't religious, but my son likes the guy, and he said he wasn't interested. Dealing with the police would be the only traumatic thing I am aware of. It was a bit more than just underage drinking. My reaction to it probably didn't help either. And this ride has two seats says, your 18-year-old is selling random shit around the house for money. He arranged to have trees removed, made them into wood, and sold them. This behavior you see is someone with a drug addiction. Jennifer says, is your son on drugs or has a debt to be paid? You're not the asshole, but your wife's reaction seems odd. Is there anything being left out of the story? OP replies, and we'll finish up with this one saying, I'm fully aware that my son drinks every time he goes to a party. Not many because of COVID, and I'm fine with it as long as he doesn't return home blackout drunk and he doesn't drive. I was drinking at his age and he knows, so I don't want to be the type of parent advising against something they did, especially if he's doing it responsibly. Drugs, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure he doesn't do. He used to be a competitive swimmer for the longest time, but quit when his behavior started to change. He gave no reason, but my daughter thinks it's related to drug tests some competitions had them do. He never failed one, but that scared me a lot. I randomly asked him once if he would do a drug test if I gave him one, and his deadpan answer of, I don't mind, made me feel like a shitty person. His behavior is never erratic or like someone on drugs. My daughter, who I should mention snitches on him regarding things I wouldn't know like school, friends, etc. because she genuinely wants the brother she used to have to come back. Says his friend group don't do drugs and barely drink. I don't want to be any more of an overbearing parent than I currently am, so I don't think I will ever make him do something like that to prove his words. Now, what do you think of this one? What do you think OP should be doing in this situation? Is there anything they can do? I mean, OP is pretty much an adult now. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. Never any pressure though. Never any pressure here. Just get involved. That means the world to me. If you'd like to support the channel further, you can click that like button down below or the subscribe button if you really like the content too. We have a huge playlist full of Am I the Arsehole posts, so that'll be on the end of this video as well, so feel free to get involved there. Thank you so much for your love, support and time towards the channel and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Ever 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 